It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I'm Brother L.D. Azobra. I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. Now, we got a special guest here today. We done look high and low. We done traveled the country, even traveled the world. To come right here to Donaldsonville, Louisiana, to find the one and only here. We had Bellinas Groceries. We got here Mr. Michelle Bellina. Welcome to Count Time. Good to be here. No, look, I, <laughs> you know, we have traveled all over the world to get here. Now. We've been a lot, a lot of places. Now, this, this store here has been here for a long time. I, some, quite a few just told me you need to go talk to Mr. Bellina. You need to go talk to Bellina. I'd have been here quite a few times to get those great, the good ham bones and the good, uh, good ham, ham mm-hmm. that, you, that you always mm-hmm. deliver every day over mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And just so happened, I came by and I got me some ham bones myself. So mm-hmm. I just get ready for them ham bones, putting them white beans and mustard greens. That's right? it, boy. So, but I'd like to welcome you to Count Time. And the, you got so much history. You got so much. Uh, you got Your family got roots and foundation in uh, Donaldsonville, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Tell us about Michelle Bellini and the, and the Bellini's Grocery. How long y'all been here? Well, we've been on this side of the street since 1955, and we've been on the other side of the street where the Washington Terriers in 1944. 1944. Bought the store in 1944, and they stayed there 11 years, and they moved on this side in 1955, where we are now. But uh, they were on the other side. There's a little wooden frame grocery store and a house on the side, just like we have here, all in one, and all wood, wood frame building. And uh, we bought it from Mr. Joe Fontana back in the 40s. And I wasn't even born yet. And so they stayed over there 11 years on that side of the street and moved on this side, 1955. And that's where we are today, you know. Now, now, this, now who bought the store? My, my mother and father bought the store from the Fontanas back in 1944. Now, now your mm-hmm. mother and father, now y'all are Italians? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, how did your family end up in the Donaldsonville area? Well, my, my, my dad worked for Shell Oil, I believe, back in uh, the day he worked for Shell Oil, and uh, they decided to, they're from Donaldsonville, but they, uh, they bought the store from the front town. They were looking, they wanted to sell the store, and my mother decided, well, we're going to try to make a, make a run out of it at the grocery store, so we're going to go ahead and give it a try. And so they bought the store, took over from there, and uh, did, like I say, 11 years, and uh, Decided it was getting too small on that end over there. We had four boys, and so we said, look, we outgrowing this house over here, so we're going to come on this side. <laughs> so you got to go across the street. Then. That's it. <laughs> Tell, we had a, big, a brick building, brick house, big brick house and uh, store, and like I said, the store and the house is all in one. And that's, and, that's uh, what they were doing back in their days. That's back right? in their days. Everything, yeah. was, everything was all together, you know. Yeah. So you walk out of the house and you're in the store. So you walk out of the store, you're in the house, huh? <laughs> so that that means that y'all didn't have that many break-ins. No, well, I mean, we had a few. We still had a few. Y'all still had a few. Oh yeah, a lot of them didn't know that that, that the store and the house was connected on. Oh, I guess. Okay then. All right. But uh, yeah, they got surprised when we uh, we were right there on the scene, you know, when it happened. You know. Now, now the the uh, now, that back in the old days, a lot of Italian was in the produce business. Mm-hmm. So were your dad or your dad's family in the produce business? My dad's my dad's um, dad was in the produce. He had a farm, and they farmed, like I said, tomatoes, garlic, whatever they had in the field, and they went out with a little wagon, horse wagon, and go out. Well, they went to Ferris Grocery, different stores around town, and sell their goods, you know, with a horse and horse and buggy, horse uh, and carriage, okay. you know. 
Yeah, truck farmers, like they call them, you know. And they used to go out and, and uh, sell the stuff like that. And then uh, that's how they started out, you know. Made that. No, no, they, I, they lived off the they lived off the land, you know. Right. Whatever they raised, that's what they ate. <laughs> and now, so, now, you, you ate what you what you raised. No, no question asked. That's, that's it. You have to be the charge like you got today. Mm -hmm. You couldn't sell it. You had to come home and eat it. <laughs> now, with, with four, you had no sisters. No, we were, no sisters. Okay, now, your mom. What was your mom and your dad's name? Well, my mom's name was Virginia. She was a Bonadonna. They lived what they call back of town. That's where they lived. Okay. And uh, yeah, he was Mike, or uh, Michelle Bellina, Louis Bellina. And he lived, yeah, they lived at uh, down Highway 1. That's where they bought, they bought us on some land. They had like about, oh, I want to say nine acres of land. And they built the house in the front and they farmed the back, you know. And they did a lot of farming and raising and with the, with the shovel. Never had no kind of, no, 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 no kind of mechanical equipment and all that kind of stuff. Everything was by hand mostly, you know. They might have had some mules and stuff like that, but uh, they had a lot of stuff you had to do by the hand with that with that shovel, you know, dig drains and ditches, and use their shovels. Now, now when, but when you came about, I mean, you, so you 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 was much so you was a you you, you don't even remember the store across the street when you came about. Yeah, it was, on, store here. it was on this side. Yeah, I was born in 1948. They they, they bought the store in 1944, so I wasn't even born yet when they bought the place. Now, now what what point in time did y'all make it out of Washington? Back in the uh, 60s, I think, yeah, 60s. And then did that work out pretty good mm -hmm. then? Yeah. Well, somebody wanted to uh, rent the property. We had a, just an empty building, and he he decided he wanted to make a washeteria out of this guy from Plaquemine. He was a Blanchard. And so, well, he said, okay, I'm do what you want with it. You know, and in a few years, he had it, and uh, he decided, his wife told him, he said, look, you got to get rid of that. You can't keep coming back and forth from Plaquemine to take care of this so he wanted to sell it. So my mother said, well, if you want to sell it, we got to be the first buyers. I mean, you got to ask us first because it's our property. First off, off of first. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they decided to, uh, my mother decided to make a, make a buy for it and the business. Now, now you're a one-man show. Now, I'm got, a, now I got to take care of it. You got to take care of both of them. Yeah. You, you, you're the washing, dry, fixer-upper. That's it. And, and you, do, you, you cut the ham. Cut the here. ham on the other side <laughs> work on the other side. <laughs> they, they keep you busy. Nobody wanted to do it, so I had to take it over. Now, what happened to your other three brothers? Where were they? three brothers, oh, well, they went to, they went to college. I, I went for two years at Nichols, and uh, I said, well, my mother said, we need somebody to take over the store, so they volunteered me. So <laughs> what, you was the youngest? No, I'm the second oldest. Okay. And my brother Alan and my, oldest, my youngest brother and then my oldest brother went, went to be a pharmacist. And my other brother, my middle brother, he went to be a doctor. Okay, so, so you he, got two pharmacists yeah. and a doctor. Yeah, that's right. But you're the meat man. They all retired, though, yeah. <laughs> you still working, huh? Yeah, that's right, I'm still working. <laughs> But they do send you a little check every now and then. The they? check, oh, they want me to send them a check, I believe. <laughs> but, I mean, but you, I can tell that you really enjoy doing it. Oh yeah, I like meeting the people. You know, there's something to do. People say they get bored. I say you don't get bored if you're being here. You find a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> well, you know, you, you got a reputation in the community as so mm -hmm. outstanding, upstanding. Mm -hmm. Treat everybody the same. Show mm -hmm. everybody respect, a lot mm -hmm. of love, and take time off for everybody. That's right. And that that's been your uh, your history for a long time. That's correct. That's and correct. To see you around oh yeah, and, and, and they know us by that, you know, and believe it all, we know they put a ham, you know, and it's a, it's been a going business and 
people identify with Belinda's Gross, you know, they say, oh, no, you don't, don't retire, don't retire. I say, well, one day I might have to, you know. Now, you he owned the corner of St. Patrick's and what? Iberville. Iberville. Mm -hmm. Been here for, for what, how long again? Uh, on this side of the street since 1955. So, all together, we're going to be, next year will be 80 years in business. So, so we're going to be doing an 80 year, 80 year celebration. 80 year, year celebration next year. So, so we hope you can live through it. If I'll be here that long, that's right, it'll be 80. Now, now, okay, now you, you're still a young man. You still got a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. So, how much longer? You have children? No, I never was married. No children. No children. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. who going to take it over there? Nobody wants it. Like I said, I asked my nieces and nephews, they all got good jobs. They say, oh, no, I ain't going to work like you work. <laughs> I say, you don't have to work like I work. You can do some, you know. Oh, no, you know. Well, I don't think I got a good job at the plant when I'm there. She works for for accounting and stuff like that. They got good jobs. So, so you can't get this, this is uh, This is like a past, business out of the past. You know, the people, the young kids today won't fool with that. It's too confining. Oh, you know, like <laughs> but this this store that Washington is your life. Though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, you are confined to every day. So you got to stay with it. You know, you want a business to succeed, you got to stay with it. So now, how many days you take off? Well, I close a half a day on Wednesdays, and I'm closed all day on Sunday. But I use that time usually to go at the Washington and work on machines. <laughs> So, so you always I'm working. Pretty, I'm pretty full. I'm pretty full. Yeah. yeah because you had to carve out some special time mm -hmm. just for me to get this interview. I mean, and, that's right. And, and you, you really rushing me to get through with the interview. Yeah, yeah. But, but we're gonna make the best of this. Because right? I can't stay too long because she's by herself <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah, because somebody had to take off for work today. Mm -hmm. Now we got to give get some li a little more history about you and the city of Donaldsville. So Donaldsville been pretty good to you. Mm -hmm. The people been pretty good to oh, you yeah. because you've been good to them. What do you have to say about the? Being here in Donaldsville all these years, what's your thought? Well, about like that? I said, nice home, friendly town. Everybody knows everybody, you know, and everybody, you, you know, gets along. We, we've been having, you know, people coming in here, you know, from the kids when they were like so tall. Now they're grown and they have children. They're bringing children in the store, you know. So you're seeing two, three different, and some of them coming to generation of people. Some of them coming in the store saying, "Boy, I remember when you could barely reach the counter," you know. <laughs> and you remember them. And too. now they're bringing their children in here, you know. And so I said, "Yeah, so we telling our age, but." So that, but that's a lot of a lot of history. It's right? History repeating itself, you know. So, and you got a lot of the same repeat customers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and mainly. Tell them what you what you known for in this in Belina's store right now. What are you known? For? Well, we're known for that good home ball ham. Home ball ham. They like that because I cut it off the bone with the knife. You know. You take your time yeah. and cut it yourself. Oh, I no, first of all, you you take that, you get the ham, and you ball, ball the ham. Ball, yeah, you got that on on video. Yeah, I, mean, I ball, too, yeah. ball it half hour long. Mm -hmm. For about two, about two hours, hours but for two, I'm gonna put you know. And, uh, and, and what's the reason for balling it? It kind of helps it take some of the salt out and it makes it tender, a little bit more tender. People really notice it, so they really find a good flavor to it. I said, well, it comes in smoke, and I said, I just take a little time with it and boil it, a little flame, and it works out, and people just love it. They come from near and far to get this ham. <laughs> Look, now I remember when I was a little boy, I mean, ham was like 25 cent a pound, 15 cent a pound. Mm -hmm. I mean, 15 mean, cent, 15, I don't 20, 15, 25 mm -hmm. cent a pound, because we used to go to a little store in my area, mm -hmm. and uh, my grandmother said, we'd go over there and tell her, back then you could buy like one, two, three, four, five slices, mm -hmm. or you buy about a pound. Mm -hmm. But you go there and say, we had a story called Marie. Said, Miss Marie, 
My grandmother said she bought five slices of ham or mm -hmm. one pound of ham, mm -hmm. and they would cut it. They would cut it like a like a sandwich slice. They call mm -hmm. it right. Mm -hmm. They would cut you a sandwich slice, but it was only fifteen cent a pound. That's then. right. Yeah. So, but now, yeah. how much ham is it now? I gotta get nine eighty nine a pound for it now. Nine dollars and eighty nine cent a pound for it, <laughs> and they line up for it too. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I, I mean, mean, so that, like I said, and, that, and that, one, at one time it was hard to get, like I said, when the COVID came in and I couldn't get, I was out for three weeks. People were just like looking at me like I committed a crime. <laughs> you did. What do you mean? What do you mean? What you mean you're out of hand? I, I'm sorry. Oh man, I can't believe you're out of hand. I mean, and a lot of them, they don't want nothing else. That's they all they want. They want nothing, no substitute. Oh, okay, man. Okay. I'm going to come back when you get some, okay? <laughs> don't, don't bring the invitation up oh, there. Oh, they, they don't want that. That old uh, out the can stuff, that old processed ham. They want, they want the real McCall, you know. Cut off the bone, you know. And, and they and they watch, and they come here and watch you take it out, ball it, take it out that pot, and put it on the table and start cutting. You, you know, take your time. I let it, and I, cut it I let it cool. I have to cool it for a night, day or two, and then the next day I cut. I don't like to cut it hot because it makes too much uh, oil and grease on the on the pan. You gotta let it cool. First, you know. Oh, that's what you do. You gotta mm -hmm. let, 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 let it rest cool one, one let night. Yeah, in. one night overnight. You know, you don't cut it the same day. So you have to, that's a trick. Only time though. you cut it for the same day is when you're having like a Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, you want to have it hot, come out the pot. You cut it right away and serve it. You know. Oh, okay. On the plate, yeah, yeah. But, but y'all got to come out to Bellinas and Downsville. We just have to get some good. It's almost like a homemade ham because <laughs> you are, that ham is freshly boiled. Board. Boiled. Board. And, and, and just to watch you cut it. I bought like, I bought, uh, well, I see, I bought two. I bought four today. I bought four yesterday. I bought two more today. And I might bought some more after them and see what, what, if I have time to do it. And uh, try to keep up with them, you know, because they. I mean, but that's a ham is a full time job. I gotta, you got to keep them up because if you don't, like I say, you know, you get away from it, you know. Like yesterday, I cut three hams up today. I started the fourth one before I closed last night, and this morning I'm finishing it today. And, and, uh, and all three of the hams that you cut up yesterday are gone. No, that's my gone. Oh yeah. So nine eighty nine a pound. It's so gone. it's so hot. People don't want to cook. You know, so they make sandwiches. So. Look, look. I, yesterday, before I, I left here, I brought me three of them ham hocks, mm -hmm. and that's what I done when I got got back to the house. I said, you know. I'm gonna save you to cook some white beans, mm -hmm. uh, some uh, mustard green. Mm -hmm. But I, I pull, I pulled one out of the pack because I wanted to freeze a couple of them. And I said, "Dog, there's a lot of meat on here." Mm -hmm. So I took my time. Did, after I saw what you done, I sliced the meat off of there and made, 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 made you a nice couple, sandwich, couple of sandwiches. Really? Like that's a lot of meat left on mm -hmm. that bone. So, uh, but mm -hmm. I, and I enjoyed it too. Yeah, somebody I brought him. I gave him a ham bone yesterday. One of my neighbors. And he brought me, see, I gave him a ham bone. So he come back with some white beans and the little pint size. I said, I'm going to give you some white bone. It was good, too. <laughs> I traded the white beans for the ham bone. That was a good deal. Yeah, huh? we do all that little trading like that. So, so you, you do a yeah, lot of cooking? No, I, I'm not going to say I don't really have too much time for cooking, though. I wish I'd like, listen, watch my mother do some recipe because she was good at it. She could leave that store and come back here and put something on quick, you know, and Feed have it ready for her, you know. But you, I'd be in the store working, and she'd be in the back here. So I can say I don't have, really have time. I wish I could have watched her, because she could put stuff together so good, you know. Now, now, now you've been in this store all of your life. Mm -hmm. now, you feel, do you feel you miss out on life? Not really, I, I, no. I, I, I enjoy it, like I said. I, mean, 
I'm, I enjoy one cup because I meet with people in the store every day. We always have a, uh, you know, like it's like a homecoming. People come in, you know, they talk with you and shoot the bull. And uh, people come in like I have one of my friends, he's in the store there right now. He gets, he said, I'm so lonely. And I said, well, I come over here. I said, come over here. You ain't going to be lonely over here. We'll find something, you know, to talk about. He's, he's talking in the store right now to somebody. You know? <laughs> so let, let him come yeah, in. Because, well, yeah, well, he lost his wife a few years ago. Oh, and, uh, okay. and uh, he gets kind of lonesome, you know, he thinks. So I said, well, you got to find yourself. Like I swear, I keep myself busy. I'm not wanting much to be looking at TV, especially in the daytime, all these day show, daytime shows and all these game shows. I don't... I don't, have, I don't fool with that. TV don't go on in the morning over here. Now, 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 now you got to walk us through a day. What is a day for yeah. Michelle Bellini? What a day is Well, when I, the alarm goes off at 5.30 in the morning. I get up, I dress, and get ready to do what I got to do. At 6.30, the lights come on in the store, and I open up, and there's people waiting for me behind the 6:30? door. 6.30? Behind the door, they waiting. Would you cook breakfast? No, 6.30. <laughs> well, we used to open up early because we used to have the bread man and the milk man come. And they don't come anymore early, but I still open up at 6.30 because I got people waiting sometime behind the door. They're looking looking for something, but they want to, uh, mostly lottery tickets and stuff like that. But sometimes people want something early before they go to work. So I'm there for them in the morning by myself for about an hour or so. Then I get my helper. She comes a little later. She comes work with me in the store and help me about 7, 7.30. And so uh, I'll be we, we doing stuff in there. And... Uh, Oh yeah, and then uh, like I said, some people are coming in all day long. You keep yourself busy, or beat cutting slicing meat or something, or selling lottery tickets or groceries and something. People you keep yourself pretty busy, you know. We don't have time to be lonesome in here. <laughs> no, no time for that. <laughs> now, but now your name is Michelle. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now that's one of them names that did you did you get teased a lot growing up? <laughs> well, a little bit. The Miguel, me, it's Italian for Miguel, you know, for Miguel in Italian. But, uh, oh, okay, then, but, but but there's a lot of people named Michelle back in the day. That was a that was a French name and also an Italian name, you know. Uh, How you spell yours? M I C H E L. No extra E and no extra L, you know. Yeah, sometime on the phone, and I said, "Who is this?" I said, "Michelle." Yes, ma'am. I said, no, it's not the ma'am. I said, it's the, it's the male version. I got to explain to him. So I used to tell my mother, I said, why you didn't call me Michael? Uh, <laughs> uh, good, good, good archangel, Michael. Yeah, Michael. Well, my daddy's nickname was Mike. So she was afraid it was going to start calling me Little Mike. And she didn't want that, you know, Little Mike. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's the story she gave me. <laughs> you would never know, huh? Uh-uh. But... Uh, but growing up in the Donna Seville area, now what school you went to up here? Went to Ascension Catholic, Ascension oh, Catholic High School, right around the corner here. Okay then. Mm-hmm. So you went to Ascension Catholic High. You didn't go to what that school was? Name? Well, they got Donna Seville High. That's okay. about the public school. I went to the Catholic school. All four, all four of us did. And the tuition was nine dollars a month. Well, that was a lot of money. Nine dollars a month. Of course, we had the Brothers of the Sacred Heart teaching. They had no lay teachers, so we didn't have to pay. All these teachers, you know, brothers lived on poverty, so you know they didn't leave on. You didn't have to pay brothers too much. So, nine dollars a month we paid. Eighty-one dollars for a year for, to, nine, go to, for school, four to go to school on for one boy. Eighty-one bucks. Okay. Yeah, nine dollars a month for nine months. Oh, okay, I see. And right. eighty-one bucks. And uh, now we're oh God, which a hundred dollars, 
a piece now for a month. For a month. Hundred dollars a piece, more than that. Hundred dollars for for for, for oh, a week. No, huh? For a week. Huh? A month. <laughs> I That's wish you were about two hundred some dollars a month now. Huh? Yeah. You can't get that for oh, not for two weeks, huh? Well, uh, it's just unbelievable. Now, now you you've been in this store. Now tell me, how many vacations you've been on? Mm, let's see. Uh, maybe two, maybe three. Maybe I'm not really sure. One. Oh, you did take a vacation. One for sure back in the eighties. In the eighties. <laughs> yeah. In two thousand. Took one for then. what? Took one for seventeen days. We went to California and stayed about two and a half weeks. Boy, my daddy was was kind of upset when I left because he didn't want me to go. You know, he wanted. He was worried. He didn't want me because the store was going. So no, daddy, you're gonna be all right. So. Oh, he was my still brother, around. Yeah, my dad was still living in. He died in 81, so he died right after that, though, when I got back. But he was, see, see, no, I think he was glad when I got back, too. <laughs> but, uh, but since then, you have not taken a vacation? I've taken a real weekend. Like I said, I used to go to Las Vegas about two or three on a weekend. Saturday and Sunday, I'll take a company. That's when my folks was living in. I want to extra help, but now I don't, uh, I don't, I don't go. I would, I wouldn't probably need to go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think to take some time off or just to, you know, get to yourself? Oh yeah, this well, story is your life. I well, one, that. well, one year we went to uh, my 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 little niece's house in uh, Texas. She had uh, for Thanksgiving, and we stayed the weekend, like I said, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, came back Sunday. One of my one of my customers teased me, said, "Oh, Michelle, you got a sign on your thing closed." For Thanksgiving weekend, I'm gonna take a picture of that and frame it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was unusual. Yeah, you ain't gonna see much of that. <laughs> oh, I did take a time off for COVID. I had to shut the store down when I had COVID. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> for a few okay. days. Oh, oh so, so you you had gotten sick. Yeah, I had the COVID for a couple. I had to shut the store down and quarantine for a few days. But um. Now, now growing up in Donaldsonville, now you lived on. You said you've been. You grew up right in this area here. Mm -hmm. Now this area have all always been diverse. Always had a mixture of people in, in this community. It was all like Italians on this side, no, Irish pretty, on that side. No, it was always pretty diverse. We, had, you know, we had, you know, all different different types of people coming all the time. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Tell me some. What what's some good things you you remember about about growing up in Donaldsonville? Mm, well, it was always. Uh, Something going on, uh, pretty. You know, we had we had good times all the time. We had fun with the with our with our friends and always coming up here. People always coming in and coming in and shooting the bull with you, you know, and talking with you, and reminiscing about the old times. And uh, it was all like people just knew one another. You know, we all were close, pretty close all the time. And uh, coming up with your family and friends, all our family and relatives who used to come around and visit almost every Sunday almost we had people coming or we'd go visit them on Sunday. That was a that was a tradition back then. My mother used to like to go to visit her mother when she was in when they, when they were living. That was something that we did when we were kids. What was your grandmother's name when your mouth said? She was uh Camilla Bonadonna, yeah. And we would go over there to her house, you know, and visit her at the house. That was what you call back of town now. You know, we visited over there. That's where they were born and raised back there. So, so when you was a little boy, back of town was a long way to go. Back well, it's about well, it's about a mile. You know, <laughs> I mean, but that was, that was a but long. But we went in the car. My dad had his old '55 
show, uh, station wagon. We used to go. <laughs> I mean, so that was too far to walk. Oh yeah, we wouldn't walk then. But my mama did. But they, when she went to she went to the uh, public school, then she walked. They walked every day to school from one back from where they lived. That's a mile over here where the school is, right across from the street from Ace where Ace Hardware is. Okay, that's, that's where the school. That's where the school was. What school was that? That was Downsville High. Down, Downsville School. Okay. Adam, Downsville Elementary, I oh, think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They went to that school mm-hmm. till it burned, till it burned, you know. But uh, oh, it burned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a um, they got the park up there, not right across, you know. And you, you don't know if you're familiar with it. Not right across from Ace. Ace yeah, yeah, that's where the that's where the Downsville school was. But that, that's the same place where the where the state capital was of Louisiana. Yeah, right by the courthouse is right behind yeah. that. You know? Yeah, because yeah, Downsville got a lot of mm-hmm. lot of rich history. We were the capital, I believe, for about a month or two. Downsville was the capital oh, of Louisiana. Oh, it's for about a year or so. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'm not really. Yeah. Maybe a few months. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was mm-hmm. the state capital of Louisiana. Yeah. people don't know that. <laughs> Downsville. Downsville. As a matter of fact, they had the governor Nichols. Mm, governor Nichols. Was, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was uh, from Donaldsonville, huh? That's right. Matter of fact, got mm-hmm. a street name after him. It's one of Nichols. Yeah, one of Nichols Street. Mm-hmm. Now, but you know, who was your friend, gro- friends growing up here in Donaldsonville? Who did you Well, my friend, my friend from the school, we had my, my classmates and stuff. We had to, we'd come over here, we'd come hang, now, hang around. Call, call me some names. Who, who was some of your 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 your, your partners? Your, well, uh, back in the day, we had. Let's see who I had. Uh, well, Tom and Ezo lived right down the street over there. He was one of my classmates, and uh, Ronald Shakespeare. We know Marvin Grove. He was a he was a friend of mine too. We had uh, oh Lord, we had uh, Jimmy Delio from White Castle. He lived, used to live out in White Castle, but he'd come visit over here. And we would always hang around, you know, together. Well, now, what y'all did for fun back then? What would y'all would be doing? Oh, uh, we just did different things. I don't know. We uh we hung out at his house one time, Jimmy, in White Castle, there, and we uh. We had what they called a slumber party back then, when it was the boys. We'd slumber, stay up all night long and do all kind of crazy stuff. Uh, we tied some cans onto the back of these cars or something, and him rattling, going out. We didn't, didn't know, we weren't destructive like they are today. Oh, we nah. wouldn't do all kind of stuff like that. No, they do it, they, they, they don't. I don't we would do all kind of stuff. I don't know what these young people think. And the next about. morning, we would, we would blow it out. We was tired. We all we had to do, we could do is sleep, but we stayed up all night. Yeah. <laughs> but we had fun. Back in the day, it was nice. I mean, but you, it just—it was just good to grow up in a nice, quaint community. But they had a lot of, you know, like they had a lot of great musicians come out of Donaldsonville. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. did, did you know any of those great musicians? Uh, let's see who we had. Uh, it was Bobby Loveless. I was lived down the street over here. I don't know if you remember him, Bobby Loveless. What uh, kind of music he played? He played like rock and roll. He played that song "Night Owl." I don't know if you ever heard "Night Owl." We had what's his name, uh, Claiborne, and he Claiborne, was, Claiborne, Claiborne Williams. Williams and all that. Yeah, I didn't hear you know, too much. I knew some of their music I heard, mm-hmm. but they were all talented musicians, and so uh, they were all good. And uh, yeah, we had so we had a lot of fun. I played I played music in the band. We had a Central County had a high school band, and I played the drums. Oh, okay. Pretty, I used to like to play that, you know. Get some drummer solo. Huh? Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, a little drummer solo and all that stuff. We used to have fun. We had concerts. For the school and all that, we used to love it. We had a marching band too. Now you was uh, in the marching band too. Marching band for Catholic High, yeah, for the Catholic High Bulldogs. And then at halftime, we perform at the halftime for the uh, football games. You know, okay. we had a, a high school. Um, he was our um, instructor, 
And we wouldn't get you any credit for this either. This was all done in our own time after three, after school hours. We never got credit for that for school. This was all in our own time, and uh, we had we you know, know we took paid. Pride in it too. We took pride in it when we had fun with it too. You know we we took time out after school. We'd go practice. And Who, who's your band? Too? Practice for me. His name was John, uh, Mr. Tom Jack Nizo. He was our band instructor, and he taught us. You know we go make uh, make formations out on the field. At the Donaldsonville High School field, okay. and we'd perform at halftime. When doing when Alex, when Catholic High would play, we'd perform at halftime. Now, how, how did you get into music? What what, what encouraged well, you? Well, we to all play? you know we all most of us all of us did. All my brothers, my brother, one of the oldest brother played saxophone. Jimmy played trumpet. Alan played trumpet, and I played drums. We all like we all were kind of into music. Y'all didn't want to form your own band. Well. No, well, I, I did a little while. We had a little band that we formed. We made a little, made a little money on the side. What's the name of the band? Oh, let's see. <laughs> well, that was the Dynamics. We couldn't think of a name for it. I said, What's, what are we going to have? What are we going to name our group? And the guy said he thought about his car. He had a Dynamic 88. He said, we the Dynamics. He told that man. He didn't want to tell a man that he don't, we don't have a name, you know. So he, oh, yeah, what did talk to him about the, the Dynamics. Okay. We had, you know, we come up. He came up with that name. We had the lab. He said, "Look, before I let y'all know, our name is the Dynamics." Okay. <laughs> so we had fun with all that. We used to go with a little. You know, we wouldn't make that much money. We had more fun than anything. You know. Where, where would y'all play? At? Uh, we played in different, different little places. Like we played, uh, uh, in in Thibodeau or something, or in Portland. Yeah, sometimes we'd go there and play. I believe. Now, what kind of music were y'all playing? We would play like the old time '60s music. 50s and 60s music. Oh shoot, they name some song we'd play. We'd play. Uh, I mean, yeah. like that big band music or the rock and roll. Kind rock and roll, of music? rock and roll band. Yeah. Y'all playing like Elvis Presley kind of music. Stuff like that we played that, you know. Remember the Hound Dog. Hound Dog, stuff like that. Back in the 50s, <laughs> then we played those 60s music too, you know. Before the Beatles came out, after the Beatles came out, I, I said, oh man, I lost interest because I, I didn't like it. The Beatles too much because they didn't have any. I like horns in the band, you know. Hold on, now. don't you tell people that you the didn't Beatles, like the Beatles. Now. How you gonna the say Beatles, you like the, the Beatles? The Beatles just to me, I didn't, wasn't, didn't, 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 get, didn't get to me because it was just three guitars and a drum. <laughs> and I said, man, come on, man, we need. I'm used to a band with trumpets, saxophones, and you know, organ and stuff. How like you gonna that. say that the Beatles? The Beatles was, was the hottest thing around. Yeah, they, yeah, when they came out in the sixties, oh I love, man, I love you, yeah. Uh, I didn't go for that. I was from the. I grew up in the, in the 50s and 60s when we had rock and roll, like you know, with the with the horns, you know, with saxophone. I just didn't care for it. I just didn't care for it. Cause there was there was no other sound. Yeah, that just they, they just took over took over rock and roll, man. But with rock and roll, I mean, they changed the whole mm -hmm. the, the direction of rock. They and sure roll. did. They sure did. So they, so they but rock and roll to... never died though. It's here to stay. They said rock and roll is here to stay. But they they were they were talented band. I mean, you got to give it to them. They had talent. They come away. They come out of. Europe playing that, playing music like they ain't know about no music yeah, in Europe. from England, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. But we had fun. We used to go on these bus bus rides, you know, with the band from the school. We go to we go to a ball game like we would be playing uh, out of town. So the band we we would go perform, you know. We did you have a drum major and well, majorettes had, and all we had that? Majorette, we had the drum major. We had majorettes. Well, no, not too much a drum major. We had the majorettes. Uh, the little. Majorettes, and then we had the, yeah, the, and the cheerleaders, and all that. We had all that. 
come out on the field. They make all kind of little fancy designs, all kind of formations and stuff. Name some of the guys that was in the band. Let's see, we had uh, one guy with Jimmy Pizzolatta. We had, well, Cy Torridge played with us for a while. Remember, I don't know if you know that name, Cy Torridge. Yeah, they did on the touring company. Yeah. Well, his, his, uh, his, his son does. Oh, okay. But I played with his dad. His dad, Cy. They called him Cy. What did he play? His name was Vincent, too. He played saxophone. He was good, too. And Jimmy, I think Jimmy played trumpet, Jimmy Pizzolatta. And we had a Steve Mistretta used to play, uh, he used to sing, he used to be the singer. Mistretta was that on the chicken, the chicken play? Well, that's related, that's all oh, related, yeah. yeah. And I was on the drums. So how, so you had four or five people in the band? About, yep. Mm -hmm. so Y'all didn't have really singers? Didn't have the really no, just, uh, just that Mistretta, one singer. Mistretta, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was a singer. And that's all y'all need back then, though. Oh right? yeah, he was a pretty good singer back then. I mean, but I mean, the start of band back then. I mean, a lot of but a lot of young people started their own mm -hmm. bands mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah, it was mostly for fun. We ain't made that much. Well, what are some other things that you was interested in that you did to a degree, or you did, or you wanted to do but you did not do? What's the things you was interested in? Where, mm -hmm. where was where was your interest at? Well, that's what it was. I was just I just like the music and all. You know, I was into that, and then. Uh, and I came to back down to reality and said, hey, you better get this story here, boy. This some work. Yeah, you got to earn a living now. That's right? it. That's it. You can't go, go play no, and have fun. Huh? That's it. That's it. That, so did the, the, the dad have to kind of like put a clamp on you? Said, oh, boy. yeah. He said, look, he said, yeah, you got to get this work done now. I said, okay. Because you're still living at home? That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, now, what part of the time did you take over the store? No, they turned it over to me officially in 1976. Uh, 76? Dad retired. He said, you know, you take it over now. Let you run it. Okay. <laughs> and he lived uh, about five years after that. You know, he lived, he died in 81. But uh, I ran it, like I say, from 76. So I've been doing this for almost, oh, God. Well, going to be almost, almost 47 years. 47 years coming on, yeah. But I was, but I've been working in the store before that. You know, like delivering groceries on a bicycle. <laughs> we had a delivery bike. And uh, used to take that. Used to, oh yeah, used to run the store, take orders on the phone, put the orders up, and then deliver them, bring them to the house. And uh, so, uh, how long did we wouldn't charge even, even wouldn't even charge delivery charge. Sometimes well, you, they, you, some, was on a, you was on a bike. Sometimes they call. <laughs> well, we we, we 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 wouldn't charge them delivery charge. But we should have charged for delivery and then bring it over there. At, and, least, uh, at least a, a dime. They would, huh? they would call for quarter to twelve and wanted wanted to know if I could bring them a quarter milk and a loaf of bread before twelve. And I said it's before twelve right now. I said, what you mean? <laughs> so, and you, you didn't but think we, just, we accommodated them, though, you know. That's why people appreciate yeah, it. But if you'd have been charging people an extra nickel or dime. A nickel or dime, you could have put something on that, you know. Then we delivered it in a, in a, in a station wagon. Then when that gas got to be a dollar a gallon, we told us, Dad, I said, Miller, make up your mind. We better quit. That, that gas is getting high. Look, I remember I want to say it was a dollar. Yeah, it went, went up to 99 cents. Yeah. That must have been... Man, that was a big jump. That must have been under Richard Nixon. I could, that was an oil embargo. Because I could remember... 1980. 27 cents a gallon and 40 yes. cents a gallon. I remember them days. Remember that? I, I, I think I remember like 35, 39 cents a gallon, mm -hmm. 40 cents. Yeah. And then, because uh, I had a little Pinto. Mm -hmm. So I go put five out for gas and then I, it would fill, I would fill it up with five dollars. <laughs> Uh, you, don't, you don't even get a gallon of gas. Oh, no, indeed. Now, jeez, you get a little squirt there. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
But that had to be pretty interesting, though, that okay, now, how did you, I know you had to be excited when your dad said, well, 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 uh, Michelle, a boy, mm-hmm. you're going to take over this business. Mm-hmm. So that was big time back then. Yeah, I said, uh-oh. <laughs> what I got myself into now, you know. I mean, but you had to be excited about yeah, it. Yeah, they, they didn't think, you know, they put me in charge of it. But then he was still was in the background, so he helped, you know, still with us. So uh, I said, they stayed with us and, and uh, kept me on the straight and narrow, made sure I did it all right, you know, learned by... By doing, you know, that's how I learned. So, yeah. so now, 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 what are your future plans for the for the Bellinos, Grocers, and Washington? Well, stay as long as I can and keep people happy because it looks like nobody else wants it. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you better sell the business, I guess. Yeah, if I do, I'll have to move because my house is connected onto the store. Oh, okay. But, well, uh, well, well, just build, build another wall. Yeah, right. Huh? <laughs> Build a wall right uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. I mean, because it's a nice little setup, a nice little place, and mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to burn a lot yeah, of gas. Huh? That's right. Don't have to burn too much gas. That's for sure. And mm-hmm. I mean, would you like to move or live somewhere else? Mm-hmm. No, I like right where, where I am. I'm right by the church. I'm right by you know different things. Different, I can get to the if I got to go to the stores and different places around town. I can go as I please. You know, and um, that's it. But everybody respect and love. Bellinos and they love you. They've been here, like I say, yeah, been doing this a long time. And a lot of people tell me, say, "Oh, I remember this when I was a baby coming in this store." You know, <laughs> it's an old time. It was one of the last of the few corner grocery stores left. You know? I know they had about thirty something in town, maybe more. I don't thirty know. something right here in Donaldson. Oh yeah, oh yeah, had a bunch of them. They had, I can't name them all, but I know they have like the Pizzolatas, they had the Jambrones, the Matassas, the Mastretas. Uh, let's see, they even had a badge on. I don't know how that, that wasn't even Italian, but they got thrown in there, you know. Uh, we had uh, Fontana's, uh, like I said, they had Mastretta's, like they, they had more than, they had a Sam Mastretta, and you know, he was over there on, uh, on Railroad Avenue. I mean, but that was being that big, they have 30. Oh, they had about 30, they had Graffio's, Graffio's stores. I think they counted them one time. I think I'm close to 30, I'm not really sure. Uh, I might have to ask somebody who so, knows so, it. So you saying that it was one, it was one on every corner. The grocery market uh, or dying business now? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, now with food costs since the pandemic, tell us about what it was like for you before the pandemic, mm-hmm. with it being in the uh, in the food business as grocery, and then after the pandemic, the prices escalated. How did that impact and affect your business? Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, prices went up and people weren't buying as much as they used to buy. And then we lost some of our older customers. Either they died or moved us elsewhere. And we had people, and they used to come and buy, like the Usos. E.J. Uso was one of our best customers. And when she'd come to the store, she'd grab a, one of those shopping carts and fill the thing up with all kind of, you know, uh, tomato paste, tomato, uh, you know, that she would cook, you know from scratch, from from the cans. But these people today, a lot of people today, they don't have time to do all that. They buy everything as fast food and prepackaged and boom, 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 sandwiches and go eat out, you know. A lot of things is not as like it used to be. We used to sell a lot, man. I used to have groceries from one end of the aisle to the other end of the aisle to put up. You know, we used to have that much groceries to put up on the shelf. Uh, that was our Wednesday afternoon, was stocking groceries. <laughs> And uh, that's when we take Wednesday evening off to 
put up all the groceries and Fridays. We put, uh, so you talking about, so after the pandemic, said people started eating out more. I guess it did create that because people started ordering out and yeah. Ordering. Well, like I said, people don't really, um, you know, like cook too much anymore. Like you said, husband and wife, they both they both cook. I mean, they both work, so they really don't have time to cook too much. You know, so the husband husband works and sometimes the wife works too. You don't see. I mean, I I don't notice that they people cook like they used to cook. You know. I mean, me, my mother used to cook on Sundays all day long. She cook a spaghetti gravy from Sunday from seven. She go to six o'clock mass and come back at seven o'clock, put that gravy on and get ready for twelve o'clock. She had that gravy in the pot for all day. Similar enough, yeah. Get that flavor. In oh there. yeah, putting all that gro- man gravy and stuff. Man, talk about. <laughs> now, now your mom and your dad's family—they come from large families. What were their family like? Yeah, my mother. Well, I think I had about 10, 10, 10 people in the family. They were, my dad too had 10 or 12 in the family. Yeah, 10 brothers and sisters. And, and, and she did too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, now did, did your family come from Sicily or? Yeah, the part of Sicily, I think, is where they came from. I can't remember the town. I think it was some, Kakamo, uh, I think was the name of the thing. I think it was something. But it was, uh, yeah, my mother, my grandparents came from there. Yeah. Now, my grandfather came across when he was 12 years old from Italy. That's 12 years old? Yeah. He came, he came, he came, he came with his family. Though. He came across with his family when he was 12. Yeah. He left Italy for a better life, you know, over here, you know. <laughs> Italy wasn't having too much. Well, what was going on in Italy, Italy at that time? They didn't have too much going on. I mean, he said he wanted to come over here. Everything was happening in America, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. That was, that was so they, right. I don't know how they wound up in Donaldsonville, but are there a lot of there was a lot of Irish people in Irish people in, I in guess, the Donaldsonville yeah. area? Yeah, not that I knew. Irish, mostly Italians and French, you know, and Cajun, you know, Italian and French, but I knew mostly of you know, back in our day, you know. We we had, we had a lot lot of uh, what they call black folks around here too, huh? Well, yeah, you know, oh yeah. Did, did y'all did y'all get along? We always got along. My mother and them they lived they lived right next to right next door when they were down we could call over there. My grandfather lived they they were best of friends down there. They used to live right next door to them, and they got along well. Oh yeah, good people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's and that's kind of how like your business over here is very 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 diverse. Mm-hmm. I mean just. Everybody come to Bellinos over here. That's right. And because they just they just like so you you say you don't they just come pick up one or two items and go on. They don't sometimes sometimes yeah sometimes they'll pick up a little bit more items you know, they'll buy cold cuts and meat and bread and stuff like that and drinks stuff like that for the, um, a lot of them say they like to come here because they can get it waited on quicker. And if you go to them big stores, you gotta wait in line sometimes. Yeah, we ain't gonna call no name they, the big they, box stores. They like they like to uh, yeah that's right. They like to get that fast service, you know. So they come away and uh, get waited on right away. That's what they like, the fast service. Mm-hmm. But but being here at this store, and you've been here going on, going 80, next year going to be, you, you calculated when that 80 year going to be? I think it's October. Well, that's this year then. Mm-hmm. No, next year. Not no, October of next year. Yeah. Uh, 2024. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Okay. So mm-hmm. but, you, but you're going to have to celebrate. 80 years in, in a way, I mean, that's that's historical. Yeah. That's monumental. Oh, yeah. 
Not too really many good. people in 80 years, and like I said, the last of the corner groceries, like they say. <laughs> and the last, there's no more corner groceries anymore. Uh, they've all gone. Um, their family, like I said, their young boys and all, they didn't want to do like I did, take over the store. They just went on to other things. You know, like the Graffios had kids too, but they didn't want to run the store, you know. This kind of business here, since the big box stores have come along, you know, you, I guess they figure the prices are a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And uh, Yeah, more, they'll go and get their bang roach, but anything they forget, they want to come here quick, pick up something real quick and wait it on, you know, and they're ready to go. You you, know, and, so, yeah. and then you got uh, two young ladies working that have been here for, been with, with you for quite some time, right? Yeah. Well, one of the ladies, she's been here since... Uh, the eight, I think I want to say 32, 33 years. What, yeah. What's her name? Uh, Deborah. Mm -hmm. It's hard, like you said, you get somebody, you know, you hope you get somebody good, you want to hold on to them because it's hard to find good help, like you oh, say. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you got you got to tell us a little bit more about, uh, about the business. I mean, about the art of, you know, being committed to something and, you know, seeing it through, you know, because mm -hmm. society in these days, Mm -hmm. have kind of gotten away from, you know, yeah. working together. Well, that's what I say. I've been seeing it through. I've been seeing it through for more 50 some years. I've been fooling with this thing. Uh, yeah, you just, like I can say you be committed to it, like I said, because look how long I've been doing it, so you know I'm committed to it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, but it goes, it's a lot, it's a lot goes into this. And you mm -hmm. want to be able to have a long, a productive life mm -hmm. and a rewarding life. So, mm -hmm. how do you feel about life? Have life dealt you a good hand? Yeah, better believe I've been pretty good, pretty healthy, been feeling pretty good. So, I had nothing to complain about, you know, and life's been good, you know. It's a lot of stress sometimes because you got, you got uh, times to meet, you got, you know, uh, this got to be done, this got to be done, you know, you got to get this done. And sometimes it's all on me, you know, says, oh, especially after I close, I got a lot of things to do. Even after I close, the business don't stop after I close. Got to take care of uh, filling out, you know, finishing out the register, checking this, checking that, you know, before I go. Then when I get out of the store about 6, 6.30, I'm beat it. I'm beat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're open from 6.30 in the morning to 6.30 evening? Mm, but yeah, by the time I get out of the store, it's about 6.30. But what time you what time you your closing hours five? About six, about five, about five. Please, we tell people five thirty because we tell them six o'clock, they gonna come at six o'clock. <laughs> so we tell them five thirty and give us a chance to start do what we gotta down, do. Yeah, close start close, clean the clean the machines and stuff like that. You know, and the cutter because they'll come at closing time and want meat cut. They said, no, we trying to get out of here. You know, <laughs> you want to be. You've been nice open like eleven and a half hours a day. That ought to be enough, you would right, think, huh? Right, right. Give you a break too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So now, 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 what's going? What is the legacy of Michelle Bellini? What's going to be your legacy? My legacy is that I've been, my, I guess, my, my long time in the store here, and my good old ham. I guess huh? they don't know me. <laughs> they, they said they're gonna put me in the car with the ham knife like that, you know. <laughs> with the ham knife, huh? <laughs> You been using that same knife to cut ham? My dad got that knife. My dad, my brother bought it from him in Texas one year. I forgot what year it was, but it had to be right before he died because he died in 81. So been using that same knife for about, oh, about, 40, about 40 years. 
<laughs> You've been using the same knife for 40 years. Mm -hmm. so close to it, baby. Well, I ain't going to take up no more All right, time. Bye. I just mm -hmm. thank you, Mr. Bellina, that you took time out of your busy schedule mm -hmm. to sit and share with us a little history about yourself. And mm -hmm. I know you couldn't really focus like you want to because you got... You got, you got one person working today. You thought yeah. you was going to have two. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to thank you for coming on Count Time and, mm -hmm. and being a man of your word and say, come on by and mm -hmm. we're going to do a little something. Ain't going to be able to do much. All right. But thank you thank you for being part of Count Time. All right, Time. buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, Thank sir. you. Yeah. Appreciate you. Dude. All right, sir. Be good. Man can shackle the hand. Man can shackle the feet. But only you can shackle the mind. The mind is free to travel wherever you dare to take it. Welcome to Count Time Podcast.